imagine you are in a desert, it's dry, and you're in the middle of nowhere. And you see this oasis. It's fruitful, lush, green. It has everything you need. And you enjoy that for as long as you can. And then you start to realize that there's murkiness and filth that starts to creep into the oasis. And you start to get confused. And you realize it's the murkiness of all of the fear that is pouring into professionalism right now. Hi, my name is Jay. And I'm Trisha. And we are Buzzy Buzzy Teachers. Teachers. And today's podcast is going into the murkiness and the fear that just murks up professionalism. Mm -hmm. And so a lot of what drives a lot of fear in in education is what we found is, you know, taking time off, especially in this time right now where there's so many things that our students need at this point in time. You know, you feel, some of us feel some sort of, you know, guilt and sometimes shame, like who am I to take time off? And then on top of that, the fear of speaking up for what you need in education. And I think that's kind of been a running trend in our podcast. So that's going to be our topic today. And we're going to talk about maybe some things to think about to remedy um, what's happening in the world in education. Teachers are afraid. They're afraid to be teachers. They're afraid to love their job because it's so much work. And they're afraid to speak out and let other people know that they're burnt out but they've only been in the field for a couple of years, so why should they be burnt out? So their self-talk becomes not very nice. So the fear of even mentioning that they're burnt out or mentioning the fact that they're tired or they can't do this job is, is fearful because they've been wanting to do it since they were little. So, so yeah, the taking the time off is, you know... It's it's hard because so many of us want to do you know well by our students and yeah we want to do the best we can and sometimes we give too much of ourselves. Yeah, I mean, really truly, taking time off is more work than actually taking the time off. If you think about the concept of like the like emotional cup, if you keep pouring and pouring your emotional or you know your cup your energy cup then there's not enough for you to like keep for yourself so if you're struggling to keep you know to fill it up when you're you know continually giving so much of yourself so yeah sometimes taking the time off it's not worth it it's not worth it sometimes because sometimes you have to prepare more just to do and and take the time off you need. And then if your admin keep calling you or texting you or make you feel guilty on top of you already feeling guilty, 
there's no way you're going to take that time off. Because <laughs> you're just going to feel really bad. Yeah. The the expectation, um, you know, that teachers are, you know, they want us to be there. They want to retain us. That's the message. But how do you retain good teachers that are continually not being treated the way they should? And so, you know, going back to that idea of, you know, it takes more time to take off. You know, most, if not, you know, from what I understand, um, edu- education, we need subplans. Like, not every teacher has, like, things ready for students, you know, for the next day. And so some are, some schools are requiring um, the use of subplans. And so even preparing those on top of what you mm-hmm. are you know, preparing on a weekly basis is takes more energy, takes more time. And then also knowing that you make all these subplans and then your kids are not even using them because their kids were split. And so your team members have to take on more kids. And that's something you don't want. You don't want your colleagues, your team members to have to bear the burden of having 30 or more kids in their classroom. That's not fair to them. Then you feel like your time is wasted. And that and then that falls into like the more professional, you know, yeah. for that professionalism side of what we're talking about. Like sometimes there is no regard for um, teachers' time or teachers' effort. But you know what? Like we've said in previous, you know, episodes, you know when it, when enough is enough. Yes. And so um, just something else we wanted to talk about too is, You know, in education nowadays, we're spending a lot of time on educating ourselves that um, we weren't prepared or trained for, you know, in our bachelor's or master's programs. Like, we're spending time during doing lockdown drills just to maintain the safety of us, but also the kids that we're we're educating. And it's, again, it's all fear. Fear. That marks up that ideal um, education oasis that I think all of us are kind of, we we're working for. We want to be, we're not looking for perfection. We're looking for, you know, improvement and, you know. We're not prepared to. Evolution. Be superheroes. We're not prepared. We went to school for teaching reading or teaching feelings. You know, math skills, not how to protect your body from a a gun that's meant for military use. Mm -hmm. Like, how are we supposed to do that? Like, that's, we can watch all the videos and get trained on so many different drills. But in reality, if somebody wants to come in and hurt somebody, they're going to do it. And how, how do we stop that? I don't know. That's scary. Yeah. It doesn't align with what, you know, the principles of education are, but times are different. They are. Times are different. You know, on top of that, you know, we're spending a lot of time. I mean, look at the pandemic. We had to learn how to teach online, how to give everything we give in the classroom over a screen. We had to figure out how to make sure that, we were safe and healthy 
and make sure kids are safe and healthy on top of everything else we have to do. You know, let's forget about the standard. We have to make sure that my whole class doesn't have COVID. That's another thing we had to do. Well, and and in some cases, that wasn't even a priority because even in times of, you know, natural, not natural, but national disasters, tragedies, you know, pandemics in this case, it's it's business as usual, honestly. Mm -hmm. You know, if there's not a law telling us we got to wear a mask or there's not a law, you know, requiring schools to, you know, keep, you know, sanitizing materials and things like that, it would have been business as usual. And so Must we yeah, we it's the the requirement or the academic demands of keep teaching at all costs regardless of Peter. illness, regardless regardless of behavior, regardless of your mental status or the status of your students, keep teaching. And it's it's impossible. It's quite it it, it sounds impossible because it's just very unrealistic, and that's where I think where education the education institution as it's, you know as an entity, that's where it falls off mm -hmm. because the the real the reality is that there are so many more changes that need to happen in education for the benefit of our, of our students that are just not, they're unfortunately not happening. Or there's a lot of people not willing to make those changes. And again, that's all rooted in fear. Change always scares people. I mean, it's a natural reaction for all humans. However, when we, as humans, we're, we're, we're made to be in social circles. So I we all have that kind of innate sense of empathy for one another. However, the fear of an unknown or um, internalized stereotype that someone has of, a, of another person um, could change the interaction that you have with that person drastically. And so um, I feel like a lot, a lot needs to change in the area of trauma-informed care. A lot, a lot needs to change in the area of Teachers training for um, LGBTQIA plus um, awareness and visibility. I mean, I've seen so many posts where people describe what I'm talking about or what even I'm alluding to as um, communist propaganda or um, you know uh, and, and a, a alt, like a extreme left um, conspiracy but my I've never been into politics however the one thing I've always been passionate about is people and their wellness mm -hmm. and um, what people need and what people need right now is to be heard to be seen mm -hmm. and that includes educators because educators reflect our nation there are so many of us that are different shades different shapes their education field so diverse that of course we are we're the ones that are open 
to having these hard topics with children because A, many of us have been educated on these topics and B, with the community partnerships, mm-hmm. it should be a, 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 a facilitated conversation between the community. And, and so I feel like that's where we're, we're missing a lot of the times is we're missing those gaps of communication. We're get, yes. missing those gaps of understanding and, and yeah, and and there's not enough structure around that right now to move us forward because the more we fight, in my opinion, and this might be seen as a little maybe off the wall, but the, the more that we are divisive, the more that people profit from it, and so that's just that's just my my opinion. But yeah. I agree. In my opinion, I think what could solve a lot of this fear is, one, there's there's things that we can say, but I think that it starts with education. It starts with the, the future of, of education. I was really torn to see, you know, what happened in our nation, but I also was thinking about, I watched a show the other day, a little video, about how in other countries, kids run around like normal because it's a society's duty to protect the children as a society. And I'm thinking like, because they think in that society that children are the future and they are currently the future. So I'm like thinking, "Mm, that's a good mentality there. So I was thinking if we put education forward and spend the money on education and giving our kids the best education possible, I think it could solve a lot of problems. I also think that every kid from 25 or under should have free health care and mental um, behavior health and um, needs to be health care, needs to be part of health care. Mm-hmm. If you want to see a psycho- psychologist, go see one. A counselor, go see one. If we can get everybody under the age of 25 to see, get help for the social-emotional disorders and stuff like that and give them the strength they need, then our country would be so much stronger. Yeah, if, if many of us could heal from the traumas that, you know, have been a year ago, 400 years ago, 1,000 years mm-hmm. ago, we can move so much forward. Mm-hmm. It's It's just... Many of us are not willing either to accept or tolerate or empathize. I feel like those are the three big ones. Because if you can do that, one of those three at least, mm-hmm. you can push, you can move, you can move people, you know, yeah. hundreds of years forward. Just by you thinking and the mindset you have is just different. So it's, it's very important at this point in time that, you know, professionalism... You know, it, it's it's murky. However, you know, many of us know that there are so many barriers that are, are holding mm-hmm. educators back. And I'm saying educators because educators reflect everyone in our country. They do. So You are taught by an educator. You are where you are because of an educator. So, you know, you should think an educator for where you are. Because I'm going to thank education for where I'm at. Because mm-hmm. I wouldn't be where I'm at today if I wasn't educated. So. And, and so, like, 
kind of going toward the conclusion of this, our our underlying mm-hmm. theme was, is fear. Yep. There's fear. a lot of fear that is making education very murky and very um, toxic. I toxic. Would say. That's a, that's a good word. And you know what? I'm choosing to. I'm definitely choosing to stop being so afraid. Maybe it's time to stand up. Maybe it's time to be a united front and say no. We need a better future for ourselves as educators. You know? Mm-hmm. So I'm here to say I'm going to stop being afraid and I'm going to try my best to stand up and tell people what I want and what I don't want. Absolutely. Um, advocating for yourself. Mm-hmm. I mean, again, go to our earlier podcast. We've talked about it extensively. Um, advocate, advocate for yourself. Advocate for your worth and what you know um, education is supposed to be like. You know, going back to that oasis, that lush, that green, that fun. Yeah. That fun. Make education friends. I, I, I'm all for it. making education fun again because it needs to be fun again. I'm not going to go down without a fight. I'm going to fight until it's fun again. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if you all have other ideas of how to main professionalism in this murky, murky education system we're experiencing today. And mm-hmm. I'm also wondering, how do you take off, take time off? Do you do it like the morning of, right before you <laughs> have to go in? Or are you a planner like Trisha? And she's like, okay, two weeks from now, I need the day off. Because planner, like Trisha's a big planner. But I'm the type of person, I'm like, <laughs> I need a day off. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that stresses me out. But that's okay. Everybody's different. And, you know, I'm okay with that. I usually take mental health days off. Mental health days are important. I usually, like, do my, like, doctor's stuff, like, health stuff on, like, days that we have, like, time off. Yeah. That everyone else doesn't have time off. Because, you know, how education has those, like, we have these other days off. Sometimes that other people don't. Yeah. So I take advantage of those. <laughs> yeah. I am extremely excited about this. We had to talk about some hard stuff. Um, but I think it's good. Keep on fighting out there. And remember, we are Buzzy, Buzzy Teachers. Bye-bye. <laughs>